the enthusiasm and excitement coming from Tom Sawyer was so infectiously palpable. I remember thinking to myself, what is behind all of this excitement? I mean, come on. And even though I had absolutely no idea what to expect, I just knew and I felt that I had to go. I had to do this. And looking back, it, it, it all makes sense because whether anything I did back then, good for me or bad for me, once I made the decision to do it, I was fully in, you know, 100%. And I had to do this. It was, it felt like it was handed to me like some sort of mystical gift, if you will, which I felt obligated to, to take and receive. So he and I drove to the concert, check this out, in his RX-7. Remember those? <laughs> and again, I knew this was going to be something different. Again, based on, on his enthusiasm, but I had no idea. And as we drove, he, he did his best to keep me in a state of mind where I had little to no expectation, which was good because, you know, I'm, I'd, I'd been to a lot of really awesome concerts before seeing great, great musicians expressing themselves in their own special and unique way. But when I saw and heard these guys that close to me was a different type of expression. I mean, I just stood there, eyes completely fixed to the stage as a dichotomy of feelings ran through me like, like, a, like a subway system or something, bringing me to the apex of having no authority and having complete authority over my mind, my body, and my spirit. I was overwhelmed and powerless, yet not afraid. I was in a place where panic and peace somehow shared the same space until I had no thoughts of anything else that was happening outside of the building while experiencing really an, an infinite sensation of undeniable safety and freedom. And all I could do was just stand there and watch this man, this, this being up there on stage as he sang, as he screamed, sometimes in chaotic motion and sometimes almost perfectly still, looking at no one, but at the same time seeing everyone, connecting with no one, and yes, at the same time, in tune with everyone. I watched them all as, as he and each of the other band members were individually in their own universe, but at the same time, they were playing together in one harmonious accord with one another as they poured every ounce of themselves onto that stage, song after song after song in a form of human expression I had never seen or experienced before in my life. And in one night, one night, I came to the life-changing realization and clear understanding that there was much, much more to, to everybody 
and me than I had ever, ever imagined. And literally and figuratively, I had taken a step off of the proverbial abyssal plane, if you will, and allowed myself to fall into the oceanic trench while taking in as much beauty and newness as my soul and spirit would allow. And Perry Farrell's voice is still echoing in the far reaches of my mind. Hello everyone, my name is Bishop Frisch, and wherever you may be watching or listening, let me first thank you very much for being here and welcome you to My Life Through Music, a project where I talk about the songs and music that were either there at the time, which played an important role in shaping me as an individual, or describes the thoughts, feelings, or emotions I was experiencing at these particular places and at these particular times. And the song that represents these memories is Ocean Size by Jane's Addiction, released in 1988. There are many, many songs about the ocean, about its beauty and its wonder, but Ocean Size, to me, not only embodies the power and the vastness of the ocean, but it also reveals through the lyrics, the way that they're delivered, and the music, the ocean's depth, that very depth, which I believe is within all of us. And it's that same depth, again, I believe that Perry Farrell is searching for within himself when they wrote this song. It begins with a rather light guitar, and then you get this tsunami of music and sound crashing down on you as every note just hits you all at the same time. And like I said a moment ago, Perry Farrell's voice, I mean, that voice, it just, not only the lyrics and the words, but the yells and the howls, to me, they're not just sounds. These are deliberate, primal wails of a freedom that resonated inside of me. And Dave Navarro's guitar, man, when he solos, each note just seems to send out tracers and beams of light firing out into the infinite. And that's just what I visualize. That's what I see when I hear it. The ocean. Yeah. I remember as a toddler, my parents taking me to the, to the beach for the very first time. And like every small child reacts, I too tiptoed, wide-eyed with amazement, walking on the fine wet sand as it seeped through my my toes and the cold water wrapped around my ankles. I do distinctively remember that. But I also remember the first time I really actually experienced it and really saw 
and actually took in the ocean for the first time. It was at that same beach that I walked on as a toddler. Years later, my parents and I, we went to uh, for a family vacation and we visited my, my great aunt. So she would, was my dad's aunt and my grandfather's sister, the same grandfather I spoke about in my very first video. Well, she had a condo on the beach in California, like literally a block away from the beach. And on that trip, after we spent our very first day on the beach, I remember having a nice formal dinner at my great aunt's place. And if memory serves me correctly, her unit was on the second or third floor of the complex. And there was a window on that south wall of the dining room. And if you stood there at the window and looked to your right, you could see and hear the ocean. And that evening, after eating, I, I stared out that dining room window by myself, listening as in the background, my great aunt was telling my brother about all the different types of sea creatures and fish that, that lived in the ocean and, you know, creatures that I'd never even heard of before and specifically how deep it was. And as much as she tried to explain it and simplify it for us, how deep the ocean was, I couldn't even comprehend or wrap my brain around it. I mean, all I did was I just stood there and I stared out that window while she spoke as the sky and water slowly went from orange to dark blue to black. And ironically, this will not be the last time that this particular beach will be referenced in this project. Okay, so if you've seen the previous video, you will know that nothing, nothing about that afternoon was normal and nothing about that night would be normal either. But that night, watching and hearing this band so many years ago, I was hit by a huge, powerful wave that took me and and I absolutely had no control over myself. It felt like I was just along for the ride and I had no choice but to just let it take me wherever it wanted until it released me. I mean, have you ever felt like that? Have you ever been taken out of your cozy, comfortable world and in that process you just knew that you would never look at life and you would never look at the world the same way ever again. That's how I experienced this concert. The band and their music, I mean, it lifted me out of the status quo of my life in the form, again, of a gigantic, powerful wave. And I was powerless to it. And as I alluded to in the beginning, the power and the force of songs like Ocean Size but others as well, like Mountain Song, Pigs and Zen, and Ted Just Admit It. I mean, the power of those songs in that environment, musically and lyrically, along with the way that they were delivered to everyone there that night, flung me into a, a 
violent yet controlled chaos, I guess, as bodies, I mean, they moved, they shook, they swayed, they convulsed, and the music kept filling and filling my soul until at the end, the beautiful and calming, compassionate sincerity gently set me onto the shore, completely unharmed. And it's interesting that this song, Ocean Size, would have a line in it that beautifully and accurately describes what I was feeling by saying, quote, come together with no harm done, end quote. And there was no harm done in the chaos and in the loudness and in the uncertainty. No harm, not to me, physically, mentally, emotionally, or spiritually. And as difficult as some may find, I actually felt elevated. And at, what, 18, 19 years old, it made a very important and significant impact on me. And even though I didn't know what I was seeking prior to walking in those doors that night, Jane's addiction gave it to me wholly and completely. That hour ride back to the house after the concert was over was basically just a combination of me flooding Tom Sawyer with questions spanning countless random subjects and he would answer them with really inexhaustible patience you know and each answer left me sitting there in the passenger seat for several quiet minutes staring out the window just contemplating and trying to process what he said when we finally pulled into his gravel driveway I got out and I thanked him numerous times for this incredible mind-blowing and life-changing experience and I was turning to go to my car and he says hold on wait here for a second and just like earlier that afternoon he went inside his house and I was like wait again (laughs) when he came back he hands me yet another CD And says, okay, here's your first assignment. And I I looked down. I I hadn't seen the CD before, but it was Pink Floyd's Metal. And I looked back at it as if to say, assignment? (laughs) What are you talking about? And then he says, yeah, assignment. And he continues. He's like, Right now, your mind is speeding and it's racing, right? And I was like, yeah. He said, take some time. Let the adrenaline wear off. Get yourself into a calmer state. And when you're in that calmer state, there's a song on this disc called Echoes. Here's what I want you to do. Sit in the middle of your room, in the middle of your bedroom, listen to it, and observe. Look around and just listen and observe. And I was like, that's it? Just listen and look around? And again, he calmly said, yeah, just listen and look around. And then he turned and he started walking away again. (laughs) And I yelled out, and then what? (laughs) And he just kept walking, never turning around, never turning his head once. 
and said, then move to somewhere else and do it again. <laughs> and then he walked into his house, leaving me there, standing in the middle of the quiet, dark desert night underneath the stars next to my car, a completely different person. And these are the reasons I need to thank Jane's Addiction for Ocean Size and why it's right here in my My Life Through Music playlist. I will put a link to it uh, as well as um, all the other songs that I mentioned. And you can listen to them through the link provided or, I don't know, however you access your music today. But check them out and you'll know what I'm feeling and what I'm talking about. Just like the ocean, there are parts of us that lie far, far beneath the surface. And many times we and others may see one thing, you know, on the outside, but beneath there's so much more. But it will never be discovered unless we go inside and look and, and experience our own depth. You will be amazed at what you find. And sometimes you'll be scared at what you find too. But we have to do the work. We have to do the work. You know, people always talk about doing this and doing that. And, and they talk about what they want to do and the things that they're going to do. But rarely does it go beyond that. I too struggle with that same thing. But I truly believe that one of the most important things we can do in this life is to truly know ourselves. And right when you get to the point that you think you know yourself, there's always more to be discovered. That's why I, I love the part in this song where it says, quote, I want to be more like the ocean. No talking, man. All action. End quote. We got to do the work. Learn yourself so you can know yourself. Know yourself so you can be yourself. Be yourself so you can share yourself. It will be a lifetime of work and discovery, but it will be well worth it. I promise you. What's the saying? The journey is the destination. As always, Thank you very much for your time. I know it's valuable. Thank you for being here, and thanks for listening. Well, a new friend in Tom Sawyer meant a doorway to more new friends and other new experiences, and I believe a new and better way of partying, if there is such a thing. And I'd like to invite you to join me when I talk about that and a few other things the next time when I talk a little more about my life through music. It was the right ritual at the right time. I remember the first time I sat and listened to Echoes by Pink Floyd, exactly as Tom Sawyer explained. And I looked at the song on my my portable cd player and i was like wait what 23 minutes man are you crazy <laughs> but i did it and i kept doing it 
and I kept doing it. And to this day, I still do this odd exercise. And I do it quite often, as a matter of fact. And in doing so, I feel that I have continued to receive many, many beautiful internal gifts. Um, In fact, Tom Sawyer and I, we try to listen to Echoes together um, once a year through a video call. But you're not supposed to know that yet. That's another story for another time. Okay, we're going to get it right here.